Hello and welcome to the Movie Podcast. My name is Daniel, I am one of your hosts today, and this is part two in our three-part interview series for The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. Joining me on our quest today is Shabazz. Hello, 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 and bonjour. And Anthony. Hello. Anthony, how are you doing today? I'm doing as well as an orc in heat. And uh, that's not good. <laughs> not, that's not good. I'm going to I'm going to take it as you mean an orc in like the summer sun. Yeah, you know, an orc in the summer was, sun. That's, that's what I was thinking. That's what you were thinking. Okay, yes. that's I wanted to make sure we were on the same like wavelength there. Because um, there's a lot of different ways I think that we could uh, yes, we could really construe that one. Yeah, there's a lot of different ways. Shabazz, how are you doing today? Hopefully better than an orc in the sun. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't, I don't, that's not good. I, I'm doing as well as an elf in the woods. Okay. You know what? You, you guys are surprising Peaceful. me with these analogies today, and I appreciate it, but I'm also very confused. I'll be honest but with you. But an elf in the woods is good. You know, the woodland realms and the elves are just floating around. And there you like, are. With the ethereal you know? music, yes, you are. You yeah. are very. You are very correct. A little bit of Enya. <laughs> a little bit of Enya. I don't think Enya was around during Middle Earth times. Man. Oh man, she's she's Middle Earthian for sure. Yeah, for Middle sure. Earthian. She's eternal, yeah. eh? She's just. Yeah. She's yeah. just always. She is. She is. She is and forever will be. She is Middle Earth. <laughs> You know, we are, you know, we're so lucky to be, you know, continuing our interview series. This is the first time we've ever done an interview series uh, for uh, for a show before, for a movie. This is a first on the movie podcast. And, you know, for the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power, this is a series of many firsts for us. These are our first person in junket, uh, our junket interviews. This is our first Hollywood premiere that we attended to. Um, so it's just a series of firsts, and I'm really enjoying the journey. And I think Shabazz and Anthony, if I can speak for you guys for a second, I think you guys are also you know enjoying the journey shay's shaking his head saying no don't um, ever speak for me okay i won't i apologize i'll never <laughs> no, do no. it again no it's all good no you're absolutely right uh this is uh this has been a journey it's, it's felt like we've gone to mordor to drop off a ring yeah it's no? been an it's unexpected like journey ah uh, that's uh, yeah, a lord of the rings been, joke for you we've been there and back again as they oh. say uh, but no this is uh this has been really really wicked very humbling and you know the, the folks over at prime video are super super awesome and they've been so helpful had a great time just you know working with them to make sure we're representing this show which isn't really a small show this is a big deal yeah and we want to make sure that we're, we're giving it the respect that the show deserves and rightfully so it, it does it deserves it it does yeah. definitely deserve yeah. that yeah and like you said yeah you know we can't thank prime video canada enough for you know affording us this opportunity to you know attend this in-person junket and talk to the amazing cast and team behind the show you know this is part two of our interview series and i'm so excited that we get to continue on this journey uh if you missed part one we had patrick mckay and lindsey weber the showrunner and executive producer of the lord of the rings the rings of power join us you know in person and of course you could check that out on youtube and all podcast services you know we got to talk about the creation of the show you know how it came to be you know the marriage between physical uh physical sets and cg and just 
you could just tell that their love for the show is just overflowing. Um, and we even got to talk about how the show changed them as creators, which I thought was really, really interesting because, you know, something of this magnitude does change you. You know, I think about Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings, the entire cast getting, you know, the, like these tattoos, like that forever changes you as creators. And it's so cool to see that it did change them. And I think when you see the show, it's all the better for it. Now, part two. Uh, today, we are talking to some of the cast members of the show. So, I'm so excited to welcome uh, Cynthia Ade Robinson, who plays Queen Regent Mar- uh, Mariel on the show. You know, we did not get to see her in action yet, but you do get to see her in the trailers. Um, and she looks fantastic, and she is such a kind person. We got to speak with Robert Aramayo, who plays Elrond. You know, we've seen Elrond in the Lord of the Rings uh, trilogy and the Hobbit trilogy as an older wiser elf but now we get to see him as a you know maybe a maybe he's only a couple thousand years old at this point right he's not he's not in his uh he's not in his uh elder elf years yet but you know you know robert plays him with such grace and also just such charm and of course uh we're also joined by sada zwangabani who plays uh marigold brandyfoot who is married to largo brandyfoot who we also had on the show back in july uh played by dylan smith so if you want to go check that out that's a great episode to catch up on as you you know as you're in the rings of power mindset um and if you want last week on the podcast we had episode 146 drop where we spoke about our experience at the premiere at the red carpet you know, being there with other Canadian press, it was a really, really cool time. So make sure you go check out that episode. There's lots to look forward to. And, you know, part three is coming tomorrow and it all leads to our big review on Wednesday. So we're going to unpack all of our, our conversation very, very soon. But without further ado, please welcome Cynthia, Robert and Sada to the movie podcast. Cynthia, Sarah, Robert, pleasure to meet you. Uh, thank you for sharing your time with us today. And obviously we love the first two episodes of the show and it must be weird that you could finally talk about it now. <laughs> uh, we had the pleasure of speaking with one of your fellow castmates and fellow Canadian for us, Dylan. And uh, he Dylan. is... Lo- Dylan's lovely. Oh, yeah. Dylan's very lovely. Right. He, yeah, he was very keen on letting us know how much of a family you all came became while shooting this. Was he just being like super Canadian about it? Was he being super nice? Or did you guys actually become super well, close? He's what? my husband. Of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have to stand on his side. We hate each other. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but we did become super close. Yeah. And, and in our Half Foot tribe, we became very close. We spent a lot of time together working on the scripts and working on the family. Yeah. And, and you will see that and have seen that on the screen. Um, but I, I think also because we were all in New Zealand for so long and um, the borders were closed and there was COVID and everything, we became very, very close um, and took care of each other as a family. And and with all its myriad things, not just, you know, a, a love fest, but, you know, the, the dynamics of, 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 of a family. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it did become one of those things where we had each other to really speak about the whole experience and just some of the material with because right. we couldn't share with our family and friends. So, you know, you, you come home from work and, and really it's this group that truly understands what, what that actually entails. Right. So I think in such a heightened situation, um, it, it galvanizes you. I mean, sometimes sometimes with groups it doesn't, but we were really fortunate that for us it, it really did. Mm-hmm. And how about for yourself? 
Yeah, man, it was like a... Th- <laughs> no, I, 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 I don't hear yeah. yeah, no. the same answer. No, <laughs> just great. <laughs> no, it's like, it's, it is like a family, you yeah. know, and uh, I think everyone brought something to the family. Like, I remember when Ben Walker got there, he was like, the first thing that he did was, like, institute this weekly get-together where we all went oh. around to his house and ate food and just hung out and sometimes didn't talk about work. Yeah, mm. right. Very rarely to be done. <laughs> it was, you know, just a really great opportunity for us all to get together as a team and Definitely. hang out. Yeah. I, I get this feeling that Dylan was maybe this really important part of the show where it was, he was almost like a, the prankster, it feels like. Was there a prankster amongst all you guys? Were you guys pulling pranks? Well, I don't know about pranks, but Dylan certainly on set was just a character. He would he would be like the the cheerleader of the Half Foot Clan, trying to um, buy everyone up before we were doing a take. Yeah, oh gosh, <laughs> all the extras, he'd be like, "Come on!" And I'd be like, "Sweetheart, you have to act in it. Just save your energy. Because he'd wear himself out. Yeah, <laughs> He's got boundless enthusiasm and energy. That's wonderful. Um, yeah." Now, aside for yourself, Nori is such a high spirited and adventurous hardfoot. How did you and Largo just? You know, parent someone who is so curious about the outside world while staying within the community. Well, Largo and Marigold have slightly different ideas on how that should go. Largo is very much more encouraging of Nori's adventurous spirit than perhaps Marigold is. Mm -hmm. And that's because Marigold worries more about the dangers of the world and and protecting the community. Um, And not that Largo doesn't, but he he just loves Nori so much that he just... I think, Marigold thinks, a little overindulgent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we have slightly different things there. Um, but um, over the course of the season, you'll see how, how our parenting styles change. <laughs> wow. I love it. Uh, Robert, for yourself, you know, uh, Elrond and Gladriel have a very deep friendship, but also Elrond is very bound by his duty. Exactly. Uh, what was it like working with Morpheus to, you know, try and establish that relationship and work on that on screen as well. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's a really it's a really difficult thing for him. He, he hasn't seen her for ages, which probably means <laughs> an age. If you know anything about elves, that means a long time. Um, and so, yeah, she's coming back and he's really excited to see her, but at the same time, there's, you know, there's things he's got to do and there's, he, has a, he has a duty to his, to his king and moving. Right moving his, his nation forward in the way that Gil-Galad sees fit. For, for all of you, and Cynthia, I'd love for you to, to let us know, did you guys take anything from Seth? There's a wonderful props on the show. Uh, did you guys take anything home with you? Sure are. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I wish I could have. I mean, I would have loved to. Certainly within Numenor, you know, we have this incredible set and world that's meant to represent, you know, prosperity. So, you know, from the costumes and the jewelry to just the elements that were part of the world. I remember there's a set that was sort of like the interior of my chambers mm-hmm. and, and and just sort of like walking around and there's scrolls and there's all these. I mean, it literally was like a, like a toy store. But I, I think that, um, you know, if I took anything, you know, I know this is like kind of a hokey answer, but I took, I took the experience. I took, that's, the, that's a good I took the experience from <laughs> set and, and my memories and, and just, um, you know, it truly was a special, special time, and and now to get to be at this place where we're ready to to show everyone what we were what we were up to, working away in Middle Earth, where we're excited and and just really proud to to share. Definitely, you guys have to top that now. So please, what did you guys take from that? Robert, ears up, No. <laughs> <laughs> 
I did not, no. I, I mean, uh, um, yeah, I, I mean, I would love to just take all, I mean, all of that. I mean, Kate Hawley is an incredible, incredible talent. Um, and she's so collaborative. And so the costumes that you wore, every detail is, 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 is discussed and worked on and collaborated with you. Yeah. She really is incredible. And it was inspiring to, to, to work with Kate and, um, you know, see what she created. Definitely. Amazing. Now, there, there's so much, obviously, when you're making this character that you have to imprint yourself on there. Is there anything that you took away from your character that now you've applied to your own life? He, he fostered in me a, a love of literature. I, I, oh, this whole time, I see that I, I read War and Peace, which I think is oh. one of the greatest achievements. Just still like read. <laughs> <laughs> Very difficult. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly don't think I would have done that before experiencing talking. <laughs> you know, which is so dense and right. you know, you have to. It's a minefield. You have to, you know, read so much and so you have to read certain books so many times yeah. in order to you could take on anything now you've conquered Tolkien you could take I wouldn't say it's coming up so you yourself time to work <laughs> um, um, yeah sorry no, oh no I was just going to say what what has been a lovely gift and I think all of us have had the gift of these characters to to sort of bring ourselves to but the characters are also bringing themselves to us um, I, I've had this feeling of wanting to lean a little bit more into my strength. I don't always feel like a strong person. And it's always interesting when someone will tell you that the perception that they have of you that you've just kind of a bit surprised or it's like, oh, really? Um, and to play a queen, it's very interesting that people sort of maybe behave differently once you have all the gear on. But right. you know, my street clothes, I just feel like myself. But there's been something nice uh, to to consider when it's, you know, maybe I should give the people what they want. You know, <laughs> what if I lean into this? There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with leaning into that idea that you know maybe I've got a, a sort of a, a regalness or or something that um, I, I like the idea that I can sort of lean into that and and sort of give that gift to myself. I think for me too, a marigold strength is something that I've taken from her or taken away from her. And also, I think marigold is. I'm a parent too, and I think playing marigold has made me think a lot more uh, about that in terms of when is a parent's desire is more about themselves than what their child really needs or what their right. child really wants and where they conflict and where maybe they can come together and where maybe they morph and change. And I've thought about that a lot more since playing her. My daughter's still quite young, so I'm not quite where Marigold and Nori are, but that will come. Right. <laughs> so, uh, it's almost like preparation. Right. <laughs> This has all been training this whole time. Yeah, that's right. right. No, the show is so grand, obviously, like we said. And, you know, we had the opportunity to watch the first two episodes, and they are phenomenal. And I'm just curious for for you guys, is there a single word that you could use to describe it to somebody or at least the experience of this first season of making the show? It's an adventure. Yeah. I think. Moving. Magic. I love it. It's all different answers from, yeah, yeah. from the different yeah. cast, too, which is great. <laughs> so everyone's a poster, too. Yeah. <laughs> everyone's thinking something different from it. Uh, to all of you, thank you so much for your time. We are so excited for the show to be coming out, as I'm sure you are, we as well, after all these years. So thank you for your time today and all the best with the rest of the, the release and the press that you're doing. Thank, thank you thank very you. much. Thank you. Thank you. you too. And welcome back from our in-person interview uh you know i think you know shay you mentioned this um in our uh in our in our episode last week just how excited people were when they found out that 
Oh, you guys spoke with Dylan Smith. Dylan is the only Canadian on the show. You know, we, we you know, we were, the Canadian press was a small team that was there. And I think anytime someone finds out you're Canadian, there's like this like cheering that happens. Like you, all of a sudden you have the, you have a whole team of cheerleaders there with you. Um, especially for Sada, who's, you know, who is married to Dylan Smith in the show. Um, everyone is just so excited. And I was just, you know, Shay for yourself, you know, what did that feel like kind of going into that environment and seeing like, Hey, like people, really like us and they really like dylan you know it was really cool you know i think when the when the interviews initially finished there was this relief and like okay i think we did a great job i think that went well they they seemed to like us it wasn't really until after where we kind of bumped into them at the events where they were like hey hey you guys are so nice you guys were so awesome and we're just standing there like are they talking to us <laughs> yeah, you, you talked about dylan dylan is awesome and you guys were so courteous and so kind and we're like oh Okay, so you remember us, and we weren't just like <laughs> blips on your day. So right. it was that's when it kind of just it really settled in that we what we did was was really awesome, you know. Yeah. Like, again, doing it was great, but then it was just that after like you kind of had this imposter syndrome a little bit for sure. Immediately resolved once we kind of got that validation, I guess you could say. Yeah, you know, you you get that connection and that connection that they actually remember you. I think that makes all. The difference, right, Anthony? How are you feeling now? This is our first, you know, our first, you know, time with the cast. Um, you were again, you were in Mission Control, producing the uh, producing the interview for us, and just you know, kind of overseeing everything. You know, what did it look like from your end? And you know, post interview now, how are you feeling? And part two of our interview series. You know, when you are recognized after the fact, I think when you leave an impactful, um, an impactful mark on on your on your talent, on the talent that you interviewed, I think it says a lot about your work ethic and really what you want to do, uh, what we wanted to do with the show. And, and it's just amazing. Like we did not, this was our first, you know, live inset interview. So we wanted to make sure that we were leaving our mark, that movie podcast mark on this, these creators and these right. actors and actresses. So they recognize us in the future. And I think we did an amazing job doing that. This, 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 our first outing. So yeah, uh, kudos to both you guys and to the whole team. And and I can't thank Amazon or prime video enough for having, giving us the opportunity to do this. Uh, but being in the, you know, in the mission control, <laughs> mission control. you know, it's just another day in mission control. <laughs> Just missioning and controlling, but no, it's just, it's again, it's amazing how you see things happen and you're just part of that world. Um, And I look forward to being part of more of those uh, experiences. You know, there's lots to look forward to. Like we said, this is part two. Uh, We would love for you to go check out the first part of our interview series with Patrick and Lindsay um, and go catch up on last week's episode of the movie podcast and check out our interview with Dylan Smith. Um, The Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power is going to be a massive show. There's no denying that, you know, we know, like, like we said before, you know, we threw around the terms like, you know, most expensive show ever made and it's by Prime Video and like, once you see the labor of love that is put into the show, it's special. And I think it's really going to leave its mark as we've been saying, not just on us, but I think on the world when the show does come out and it's, it is phenomenal. So please check out all of the incredible episodes that we've had leading up to this. And of course, make sure you tune in tomorrow for part three uh, and our part three is uh, our final, you know, part of our interview series. And uh, you know, we talked to some more of the cast. Who are we talking to? Well, you're going to have to see tomorrow because uh, 
you're not going to want to miss it. And I think, you know, Shay alluded to it in part one, that there is a, there's an event that happens in our, in the next step, in the next part of the series that um, is absolutely hilarious. And we are going to be, you know, sharing and making videos of it. I think till the day we die, because it was just, it made us laugh so hard. And I think that's what, that's what being in person affords you is these opportunities to just have fun, let a bit loose and actually connect, you know, eye to eye with who you're talking to and have these moments. It's really, really fun. And uh, we love doing it. So, and I, I just want to say again, thank you to prime video Canada. Thank you to Sarah. Thank you so much to Cynthia. Um, and thank you so much to Robert for their time and for hanging out with us on the show today. And we'd love to talk to you guys again. So hopefully down the road, season two, we'll be able to do that. That was this time with the movie podcast and we'll see you next. Thank you.